Valley Sports Network production. Now to your host. Hey guys, welcome back uh, <clears throat> to another episode of Monsters of the Midway. I'm Dylan, your host once again. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Who's ever watching or is going to be watching, I appreciate it. Again, we're just going to jump right into it per usual. Uh, start with the Texans game. I was a little off <clears throat> with my score. I believe I said the score was going to be pretty – I believe I said like 24-17. Um, so, final score ended up being 23-20, going the Bears' way. Uh, Bears win that one, walk away 2-1. and one. Not really proud of it, but better than where I thought we'd be in the season so far. Um, so now we're two and one uh, in this game. Davis Mills, 20 of 32, 245 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. One of those being at a critical point in the game. So thank you for that. Damian Pierce, 20 carries, 80 yards, one touchdown. Um, I talked about it in the last uh, episode. We really need to hold him in check. And uh, I think we did only allowing 80 yards for him. Um, I feel like that was decent, better than uh, what we've been, what we have been allowing. Fields went eight for 17. Yeah, I know. 106 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. So still the passing game, not quite there. Uh, Dave Montgomery started this game, three carries, ended up going down with what looked like to be a very nasty knee-slash-ankle injury. I've been keeping up on it, and from what I've seen, boys and girls, is uh, right now he's day-to-day. So uh, apparently it wasn't as bad as what I and a lot of other people thought. So very thankful for that. Very thankful for uh, the depth we have at the running back position. Khalil Herbert actually absolutely went uh, nuts in this game. But yeah, David Montgomery, knee ankle injury, day-to-day. Did not practice today, Wednesday, or I'm sorry, today's Thursday. Did not practice yesterday. No word on if he practiced today or not. I'm sure we'll find that out a little later. But uh, did not practice yesterday, which is usually not a very good sign for someone playing this weekend. So chances are, guys, is that Dave Montgomery will not be there this weekend. If somehow he magically does play, I would assume with the performance that Quill Herbert put on this past weekend, uh, Dave Montgomery will be very limited. And uh, Herbert will take a bigger role. But I'm assuming with how valuable Dave Montgomery is to us, um, I I would assume that if there's any um, trouble with his knee or ankle, if he's feeling any type of soreness still or uh, just doesn't feel comfortable, I'm going to go ahead and say right now that uh, the Bears will probably not play him. If I had to guess he didn't practice yesterday, I'm assuming if he is practicing today, or if he does practice today, I'm assuming that it's probably going to be a very – he'll probably be a very limited participant in that. Um, I doubt he'd go full pads. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and just assume, guys, that he is probably not going to play Sunday. Um, like I said, he's very valuable to us. I'm considering we're, le- we're, we're, we're leaning heavy on the run game. I'm going to go ahead and say that Dave Montgomery will probably not play Sunday um, just for safety reasons. And with what Herbert did last weekend, I, I think we'll be all right if he skips out a game or two. Um, Herbert, like I said, guys, absolutely went crazy. 20 carries, 157 yards, two touchdowns. He was averaging like 7.8 yards a carry. He was absolutely the reason why we won this game, along with the defense. But as far as scoring, obviously, um, he, uh, he pretty much did it all for us. Uh, he looked real good. He looked uh, fast, agile. He was hitting the holes very nicely. Um, he kept good balance. Um, he was laying his shoulder down. Um, he was hitting the edges when he had to. So, uh, yeah, I was very thrilled with the way Herbert looked um, against the Texans on Sunday. So I'm very happy with that. That's why I'm kind of hoping they rest uh, Montgomery. No need to get him hurt again. And with the way that Herbert played, I am uh, I'm okay with uh, letting Montgomery take a break. I think we're in good hands with Herbert. Um, Mooney was not involved again, basically. Had like two catches for like 11 yards or something like that. Basically the second week in a row, Justin Fields said he's not going to force the connection, but you really can't force anything if you can't throw the ball. So, you know, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and and blame him the whole time, but um, I would say it's at least 50-50. Offensive line still hasn't been a big help. But Justin almost didn't look very comfortable um, Sunday either. He looked very rushed, out of rhythm, um, inaccurate, uh, bad decision-making. He was missing a lot of wide-open throws, a lot of easy throws. Um, His decision-making is, I mean, it's just not there. And I know he's technically still a rookie or whatever. Um, Yeah, he didn't look comfortable uh, at all. Did not look, uh, uh, didn't look comfortable, uh, just making terrible decisions, missing easy throws. Um, Rokron Smith absolutely uh, did work for us. So he was huge Sunday's game. Um, Six solo tackles, 10 assisted tackles, and one interception, huge interception, End of the game, um, I don't know what the receiver's name was. Davis Mills looked like he was going to throw. Excuse me. Davis Mills looked like he was going to throw, uh, trying to hit like a little in route, a little curl. Uh, Roquan uh, read it pretty well, got in front of it, got his hands on the ball, and uh, got us in position for the game-winning field goal. So, Huge play by our defense at the end of that game. Um, like I said, Rokon read it, picked it off, um, and put us in prime position for Santos to hit the game-winning field goal. So huge play by the defense, huge. They came up pretty big this game. I feel like they held their own, um, only allowing 20 rushing yards, only allowing 245 passing yards, uh, getting two turnovers, 
uh, you know, via interception. So I feel like our defense um, held their own this game. And that's one thing I said they needed to do basically um, in the last episode. So I was very thrilled that they were able to keep, um, keep up on that, uh, keep up on their end um, and help us out there. So huge plays by the defense. Fields was sacked five times Sunday's game against the Texans. Five. Not uh, not particularly great. Um, some interesting facts for you guys. No, you got to give me a minute. Not very proud to say this. The fewest uh, Bears have the fewest pass attempts in the first three games. One of the fewest uh, in the first three games with 45. Last team to be this low, um, like to have, like, I guess to, to have um, somewhere around the area of pass attempts that uh, that we have. The last time a team did that was the 1982 Patriots. Yeah. And now we're up there. We're actually up there twice. The 1970-something Bears did it. They had 42 attempts, so even worse. Yeah. Um, But 45 passing attempts in three games is terrible. Either we're not trusting Fields, or he's not trusting himself, or there's something going on, or it's a mixture of everything, uh, which is a very good possibility, Uh, very very well could be a mixture of multiple things. Um, another interesting fact, I think this one hurts a little more. Uh, Bears have 23 receptions through week three. Three weeks, 23 receptions. Want me to hit you with a little, like the more you know stuff, hit you with a little knowledge. Uh, I'm just going to name off some guys. I'm uh, on Ross St. Brown, Marquise Brown, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup. All have as many receptions as the Bears do by themselves. So the Bears have a, as a whole team through three weeks have 23 receptions. Um I think Cooper Cup has 28, Stefan Diggs has 27, Marquise Brown has 24, and Amon Ra St. Amon Ra St. Brown has 23 receptions. So by themselves, they have as many or more receptions than we do as a whole team. Yeah. Listen. I'm glad we won. I'm glad we're two and one. But um, I'm not proud of the way we played um, by any means. So I know a win's a win, um, but how much longer can we, you know, go on winning like this with virtual, virtually no passing game? Um, this is not an old school NFL game where you can just pick pass or you can pick a run and just win a game by doing that. You got to have a little bit of both. And right now we're completely one-sided. So that was the Texans game. Defense looked good. Uh, run game looked good. 
other than that, everything else was terrible. So, on to the Giants, week four. Coming into this game, Fields overall coming into week four is 23 of 45, 297 yards. Now, keep in mind, Davis Mills just threw for 245 yards against us on Sunday. So, Justin Fields, 23 of 45, two touchdowns, four picks, 297 yards. I don't know what's going on there, but something needs to something needs to be fixed. Not really sure what the issue is. Like I said, I don't know if it's a combination of multiple things, like if he doesn't trust himself, if plays aren't going the way they're supposed to be, uh, offense line's terrible. I mean, we know that. I don't know if coaching is an issue. I don't know if they're not vibing well together right now. I don't know if there's a misunderstanding on plays. I don't know if there's a misunderstanding on what the field is comfortable to run. But here's what we do know. We don't know what it is, but we do know that there is a big issue um, and with the Bears right now for their passing game. So, um, so I'm gonna uh, sorry guys. So I'm gonna start this off uh, with my little score prediction. Uh, I'm just going to get it out the way. Bears twenty, Giants seventeen. I think the Bears uh, come out of this game three and one. If they lose, I wouldn't be surprised. So, um, but I'm going to go Bears 20, Giants 17. Another W for the Bears. Um, I think both offenses uh, are going to struggle, and nobody is going to leave feeling good about their performance after this game. That's truly what I feel. Um, And I'll get into some stuff why. Um, Giants are playing without Sterling Shepard. If you guys didn't see the play last week, uh, he tore his ACL. I'm not really sure what he did. Um, he was kind of like running, jogging, walking, I don't, I don't, jogging-ish. And uh, I, I don't know if he stepped wrong or if maybe if his ACL was like previously damaged and it was just one of those freak things. It kind of like a freak accident because uh, it kind of looked like he was just walking slash jogging. And uh, next thing you know, he's jumping up and he's holding his knee and he's on the ground. Um, so he tore his ACL. So he's out. Uh, Kadarius Tony's out again. Um, and Leonard Williams is out, uh, which is probably their best. Right now, probably their best defensive player. So all good things for us. Um, so they're without two of their top wide receivers and Kadarius, Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard. And they're out uh, a key defensive piece with Leonard Williams. Bears have won the last three out of four meetings with the Giants. Um, we we lost to them last year. Um, that was that was the loss that we had, uh, twenty nine to three. So we actually we absolutely got pummeled. Um, the Bears passing offense is ranked dead last, and it's not even close. So this is earlier when I said I think both teams are going to struggle. Um and not feel good about their performance after the game was over with. Uh, their offense is dead. Passing offense for the Bears is at dead last. And like I said, it's not even close. They are averaging 78.3 passing yards a game. 
Um, I don't know how much more I can hit on it. I've already talked about it a little bit in this episode. There is obviously something going on. Like I said, I don't know what it is. Um, if plays are not being understood, if it's just fields, if it's a coaching thing, if it's just the offensive line. Yeah, like I said, if I had to guess, like I said earlier, it's probably a mixture of a bunch of things. Whatever it is, you got to get it figured out. 78 yards a game is not going to win you games, and you are not going to win games strictly running the ball. Not going to happen. I'm surprised the Bears have been able to do what they have on the ground already with how terrible our offensive line is. So kudos to them for that. Um, It'll be a battle of strong run games. Um, Chicago is averaging 186.7 yards a game. That is second in the NFL as far as rushing yards per game. Um, Some of you guys might be surprised. I'm not considering. Ding, ding, ding. We have no pass game. Um, So all we can do to move the ball, uh, run. So, And with uh, Herbert Montgomery, it's like a two-headed monster back there. So I'm not uh, very surprised that we're averaging that many yards a game. I was kind of surprised that we were second in the NFL. But I'm not surprised that we're averaging 186 yards a game on on the ground because all we've been doing is running the ball since we can't move it by passing. The Giants are averaging 169.3 yards a game. That is fourth in the NFL. So you have two of the top four rushing offenses going head-to-head. Why is that? Because both offenses can't throw the ball. Daniel Jones can obviously move the ball better than Justin Fields, but he's still terrible. So this is what you do when you have no passing offense. You just constantly run the ball. Uh, Let's see. The Chicago, like, okay, so when I said this is going to be a, a battle of the strong run games, um, obviously it is, but it's also going to be a battle of defenses as well. I don't think a uh, passing game is going to come into it at all. Um, for the Giants, it'll probably be incorporated because at least Daniel Jones can throw the ball, but with two of their top wide receivers being out, I'm not really sure how they're – how. Um, how successful they're going to be in moving the ball. Um, but I think defenses are going to be key too. Um, Chicago Bears are alone 157 yards a game rushing. Our defense is allowing 157 yards a game <clears throat> rushing. The Giants, on the other hand, allowing 138.5 yards a game rushing. Um, so both our defenses have terrible rushing defenses. So I really think that our defenses are going to make a strong play. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what defense is going to be the best. I feel like we're almost similar in a lot of ways. Um, But what I feel like is going to happen is I feel like who can ever move the ball the best on the ground and have not and have the most successful defense is going to win this game. And I know that's like pretty basic to like every game, but I don't even think like defenses like need to be good in this game. You know what I'm saying? 
I think it's going to be what defense can be like more successful and the takeaways. <clears throat> That's where I think this game is going to be won with rushing and what defense can have uh, more success uh, with turnovers. That's that's going to be two key things. Mark my words, two key things in this game. They're going to be huge. Um, on another note, both teams are allowing less than 20 points a game. Um, I don't know if that's because our defenses are good or if the games are just really terrible. I'm going to go ahead and say it's because the games are really terrible. Um, not trying to not give our defense credit. I'm not saying we're the worst defense in the NFL. But um, I just don't think I can really credit our defense for that. I mean, you know, you had the rain game, um, and then we played the Texans. So just like not too, not too great teams overall. I mean, I know the 49ers are good, but uh, that rain game didn't really help. And I don't think Trey Lance is the answer. And then we played the Texans. So. Um, I think our defense is decent, um, but I feel like a lot of these games have just been bad, and the offenses have been bad. So that's why there's only being 20 points scored a game. We play the Bills or the Eagles or something, we're going to get absolutely just pounded on um, because we're not going to stop either of them from scoring 35-plus points in the game. So. You know, that's that's kind of just where I stand. <clears throat> um, let's see. Let's break it up a little bit this time. I'm going to go ahead and do it now instead of the end. Please check out our merch store, bonfire.com slash store slash variety sports uh, network. Uh, support us. We have some of our brand stuff on there, so that'd be cool if you guys go get some of our brand stuff. Support us directly. It'd be much appreciated. Also, check out one of our sponsors, Row One to Brand. All right, Row One. They got some awesome stuff, man. I actually got a bear shirt um, in my bedroom from them. Um, they got, like, coffee mugs. They got shirts. They got, I mean, anything. They got old tickets. They got paintings, posters. Um, you go to their art gallery, order something, order anything out of their art gallery, use code VSP15, get 15% off. It's uh, this code. This is what it's going to look like right here. Use that code, VSP15, get 15% off when you go to row one um, and order something on their art gallery. I'm telling you guys, it's worth it. Any uh, Anything that someone likes uh, sports-wise, um, as long as they're a sports fan, you're going to find something there um, for anyone, uh, child, man, woman, whatever. As long as you guys like sports, I'm telling you, it's 100% worth it. Go check it out. Um, you guys will love pretty much anything has uh, row one has in the store. Another one, check out In The Clutch. Get 10% off of anything and everything when you use uh, code Variety Sports at the checkout. But that's capital Variety Sports. Variety Sports, all capital letters. Get 10% off of anything. Um, it's a licensed MLB apparel. Uh, they got a bunch of cool MLB stuff, man, but they also got college stuff too. So if you're a big college fan, which I know there is a lot out there, um, they got a bunch of college stuff too along with licensed MLB apparel, please go give them a check. Um, they got some really cool stuff in there. Very well made and it looks really uh, looks really cool. So make sure you guys please check out In The Clutch. 
Also, if you wouldn't mind, check out AAA Treats on Facebook. All right. Get 10% off your order when you mention VSN. All right. When you place your order, 10% off your order when you mention us. All you got to do is call up VSN after your order. 10% off. Bang. Uh, may not be a whole lot, but hey, 10% is 10%, right? Uh, make sure you visit them on Facebook, like I said earlier. Um, they got a lot of delicious stuff. Go look at their pictures, man. All of it looks delicious. Um, definitely cannot go wrong when you order from Triple A Treats. So please uh, give them a check out. So back to the little last part after uh, those words from our sponsors. Um, Going to go into the defense. So what I think the defense needs to do to win. All right, against the Giants. So I'm not going to say it's going to be a cakewalk. Um, we could barely beat the Texans. So this is definitely not going to be a cakewalk. Number one, got to contain Barkley um, and one other person. Take a guess who it is? Daniel Jones. Don't know if you guys watched that last game, um, but he was running all over the place. All over the place. He was a running fool. Man was, uh, I mean, gaining six to ten yards every time he ran the ball. So, definitely got to contain Barkley and Jones. Um, if you uh, stop Barkley, they virtually have no pass game either. So, stop the run, basically, and I think we win this game pretty easily. Um, do I think we're going to stop the run? Obviously not. It's Saquon Barkley, and he looks really good. I believe he's number two um, rushing leader through three weeks right now in the NFL. So, listen, we're not going to stop him, all right? We're not going to stop the run. That's just not going to happen. But if we can minimize the damage, I think we'll be all right. Minimize the damage. I don't know why I keep saying stop the run. Like We have to stop it completely. We're not going to stop Saquon. Our defense, our defensive line is not good enough for that. But if we can minimize it, like Damian Pierce, sure, give Barkley 20 carries. 80 yards, that's nothing. You know, I won't. I wouldn't be surprised if he rips it off for 150 this game. But if we can keep him to like 80 yards or less, that's a win in my book. That is a win in my book. So definitely got to stop Barkley. Um, contain his running. All right, contain him. Minimize the damage that he's going to inflict. If we can do that, they have no passing game. We definitely win this game if we can just stop Barkley. Also got to stop Daniel Jones. He is uh, not the best passer. He's not the best runner. But he definitely can use his feet. In this last game that he played, he looked he looked all right. He looked better. His decision-making skills still aren't there. But <clears throat> as far as using his feet, he knows when to use his feet, and he breaks out for 6 to 10 yards every time. So got to contain them both. If we can do that, force Daniel Jones to throw the ball, I feel like we have a really good chance to win this game. Number two, pressure Daniel Jones. This last game, pressured a lot. He's been pressured a lot all season. Um, if we can pressure him, um, get to him, get some QB pressures on him, like the Cowboys just did to him. I think they pressured him 16 times Monday night. 16. I think it was like 16. It might have been more than that. I think it was 16 times. They pressured him 16 times. And he was struggling. Um, that That's where he used most of his feet. Um, so if we can have someone contain him, but pressure him at the same time um, and force him into mistakes, again, I think we'll be all right. So 
Minimize Barkley and Jones's running ability. Minimize that damage. Pressure Daniel Jones and force some takeaways out of him. Not the most accurate guy, okay, at all by any means. Definitely makes mistakes still. Been in the NFL four years. Definitely makes mistakes. Pressure him, and he crumbles. He will definitely make more mistakes if we get some pressure on him. Uh, Cowboys proved that Monday night. They uh, pressure, 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 and he was not looking great. Continue the takeaways. Again, going on with the pressure. Pressure Daniel Jones, and what did I say? Force the takeaways. If you pressure him, he's going to throw picks, okay? I promise you. That's what we want. So contain, bar- minimize, sorry, minimize Barkley and Jones's running ability. Minimize that damage. Pressure Daniel Jones. Force force him to throw the ball. Let him make those mistakes. Continue the takeaways. Capitalize when he makes a bad pass. Capitalize on loose balls. You know what? Capitalize on these turnovers. We can win this game. Offensive-wise, better pass blocking. 100% up front. Justin Fields, through three weeks, has been sacked 10 times already. 10. Been sacked 10 times. Five times his last game. Better pass blocking. This is why I, I, I want to blame the quarterback. I want to blame Fields. But I cannot blame him fully when he's being sacked five times a game. Better pass blocking. If we want to see what this kid is made of, all right, we got to give him time to throw the ball. If all you other Bears fans or anybody else, if you guys want to blame Justin Fields, all right, if we want to blame Justin Fields, all right, if 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 we want to throw the blame on him and say he's not NFL ready, he is not the guy. It has to be 100% his fault. 100% his fault has to be. And it cannot be when one of the things that we're struggling with is pass blocking. We can let Herbert run for 157 yards, but we can't let Justin Fields throw more than 17 times a game. Better pass blocking. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That needs to be corrected. Okay? Needs to be corrected. Better pass blocking. That's the number one thing the Bears offense has to do this weekend against the Giants. Number two for me, continue to work and developing the pass game. The Texans have a real the Texans had a real bad passing defense, and we were not able to capitalize. Okay. <clears throat> the Giants also do not have a good passing defense. Um, and Justin Fields is not going to get any better if we don't continue to throw the ball. I know we don't want him to make mistakes. You can minimize him or whatever, whatever you got to do. But we need to continue to work slash develop the passing game with Fields. Got to see what this kid's made of. Got to see what he's made of. We can't just sit here and let him throw the ball 14 times, 17 times a game and complete eight of them and only throw for 100 yards a game. That's that's not showing me anything what he's made of. Him throwing 100 yards a game is not showing me anything. Um. Only letting him throw the ball 17 times a game is not showing anything. There was 14 other teams who had more passing attempts and this last week than Justin Fields has had through three weeks. So one game, there have been more passing attempts. 14 different teams have had more passing attempts. 
than Justin Fields has in three weeks. Fix it, coach. Let him throw the ball. We got to see what he's made of. Obviously, lean on the run, but you can't allow him just to throw the ball 17 times a game. Let him throw the ball. Find plays he's comfortable with. We got to get the move on. If we don't fix it now, we're, it, there's no point in fixing it at all. We might as well just take the losses for the rest of the season. Continue to work and develop the passing game. Work on it. Fix it. We, we got we got to get it. Last but not least, run the ball. Got to run the ball. Got to continue to run the ball. Until our passing game starts doing something, lean on the ball. We got Montgomery and Herbert back there. I don't care which one's playing. Uh, this is the Giants uh, defense that's allowing 138 and a half yards a game. I'm telling you right now, this is not a fancy podcast, but you got Herbert. All right. Montgomery's out. He's a must start. I'm telling you, he's. it would not surprise me if he rips off another 150-yard game uh, this weekend. All right. It would not surprise me. Another 20 carries, another 120, 140 yards, and a touchdown. They their their rushing uh, their rushing defense is just as bad as ours. So <clears throat> we're, we, we, if we can keep establishing the run, then we can work on developing the pass game. So obviously, run run the damn ball, get that established, and let Fields work on his passing and develop that with him. Okay, so better pass blocking, continue to develop the passing game with Justin Fields. Run the ball. If we do that, we do. If we do these three, six things: three on defense, three on offense. <clears throat> I think we can win this game. Like I said earlier, Bears twenty, Giants seventeen. I think both offenses are going to struggle again. There's probably going to be virtually no pass game with the Bears. I think our defense and our run game are going to carry us to another win. But I think uh, both teams leave this game not feeling good about their performance. So, um, yeah, got to run the ball. Got to get the pass game going. Got to contain Barkley and Jones. Got to pressure them. <clears throat> Capitalize on the takeaways. Got to have better pass blocking. Make sure you guys check us out. Variety Sports on Instagram. Variety Sports Network. Sorry, Variety Sports Network. Instagram. Variety Sports Network. Twitter. Variety Sports Network on YouTube. Variety Sports Network, Facebook. Go check us out. If you guys are new listeners, old listeners, um, whatever, there's plenty of stuff to watch. We got college. uh, We got basketball coming up. We got baseball podcasts. We got uh, hockey. We got got some UK guys uh, doing some NFL podcasts and whatnot. Pretty much any sport you guys want. Like I said, we got the five-hole, Sunday stretch. Cardinal Chronicles, Monster of the Midway. We got Sensei Raiders. Uh, we got a, a Across the Pond. We got the Run Back. Uh, we got a Vikings podcast. I'm just kidding. But we do have a Vikings podcast. We, do we, we, we got so much stuff. Any, we got a NASCAR one, too. So any sport you guys are looking for, anything you guys want to listen to, um, we have it. Just give us a chance, man. Uh, doing lawn work, doing stuff around the house. On your way to or from work, search us on you know search us up on Spotify, uh, on Spotify, Variety Sports Network. Give our podcast and listen. If you're at home, <clears throat> please like and share all of our stuff. Really big on Twitter, really big on Facebook. Probably our two biggest ones. We're sharing stuff out all the time. Make sure you guys please, please, please 
like and share our content out. We'd really appreciate it. Last but not least, uh, I just want to thank you guys for all the support. So, and if you guys are supporting, share our stuff out, all the views, I just want to say thank you guys. So until then, I'm Dylan, and thank you for watching another episode of Monsters of the Midway on the Variety Sports Network.